This is a Snow India production. You are listening to Climate Emergency. It is 6 a.m. in the coastal town of Kadalur on a fine Monday morning. As the sun slowly rises up the horizon, temple bells ring right outside the bus stand. The sea breeze gently wafts through. Women are busy stitching flowers. selling them outside the temple as i walk outside the bus stand i see an overbridge and underneath the gadilam river was glistening in the morning sun kadalur a relatively smaller town of tamil nadu lies on the eastern coast of india the coastal farmers here usually cultivate cashew casuarina or eucalyptus in some pockets traditional farmers have been cultivating vetiver and aromatic perennial grass Centuries ago, Raja Raja Cholan, the Chola king, had planted vetiver for river bund strengthening. Some of the wild vetiver plants can still be found in these river banks. In 2011, Cyclone Thane toppled many casuarina trees and damaged the cashew plantations. With a host of issues like rising sea level, salinity, and increasing cyclones, the farmers started looking at alternative crops. In one village, Nochikadal, traditional farmers were growing vetiver, an aromatic grass variety. While talking to the local farmers, I got to know that vetiver was not only flood, drought, and saline tolerant, but it also gave a good income to the farmers here. As vetiver is an eco-friendly grass variety, it could also be used for cattle feeding. And then many farmers started growing vetiver as a climate-friendly crop. Hello, I'm Sharda Balasubramanian, and I'm here in Kadalur for the third episode on tales from the coast for Suno India. At Kadalur, I spoke to farmers on how they shifted to growing vetiver in the times of climate change. In Kadalur, the youth played a vital role in expanding the land area under vetiver cultivation. College graduates, dropouts, sons of traditional farmers, all turned to agriculture. living behind their corporate jobs also many farmers living here shifted to vetiver cultivation leaving aside cashew and casuarina i took off to chinnandi kuri village traversing through a 27 km patch of lush green paddy field Elai Raja's famous Tamil song Vetiver Vasam or the aroma of vetiver was playing in the background in the radio as I traveled. After a while I stopped at a vast stretch of arid land on an empty road. Getting off the road I saw short thorny stubs of grass standing out on this land. The sun was right above my head. A few birds like lapwings were running around rapidly with their thin long legs. I walked into a sheltered corner in this land. Here, I saw stacks of vetiver packed tightly, wrapped in a huge cover. I was here to meet the 21-year-old farmer Gautam. Walking around his farm, I could sense and inhale the aroma of vetiver. The plants swayed in the wind. 
There were sprinklers in his farm for watering the plants. In the midst of this land, there were solar panels for irrigation. I could hear the sound of the motor as I moved in closer. Gautam is from Nochikadu, a village where most of the vetiver farming was practiced from many decades traditionally. Gautam talks more about his land and farming. I'm from Nochikadu. We've been into agriculture for 40 years. We do it whether we get profits or losses. Both cashew and casuarina farming has reduced now. The main thing here is vetiver farming now. So we all are doing this farming. We have a 20-acre land. From one acre, we harvest two tons of vetiver. If we take care of the plant very well, we get three tons. Like Gautam, a handful of youth in Kadalur, mostly from Nochikadu village, stepped into vetiver farming. After Cyclone Thane devastated the crops of many farmers in Kadalur, and when farmers were looking for an alternative, they turned to vetiver. The youth travelled around in the district in an attempt to find where vetiver farming was still practised. In Barasan, a 25-year-old member of the India Vetiver Network spearheaded the formation of youth groups for vetiver farming in Kadalur. He came to know about vetiver through his mentor C.K. Ashok Kumar from the Kevin Care group of companies. During his travel in the district, he was surprised that there were a handful of traditional farmers who were still into vetiver cultivation. He talks more about this. When we were searching for vetiver farmers, we came to know that 15 to 20 acres of farming is done in Kadalur. When we approached those farmers, they said that the produce was sold in local herbal markets or Natumarandukadai. They also sold vetiver to pharma companies. These youngsters found a climate-resilient crop. They formed a youth group to promote and expand vetiver cultivation in the district. However, they had to tie this to income generation and business. C.K. Ashok Kumar found out that vetiver oil was in high demand in foreign countries. And that's when Enbarasan looked at companies he could tie up with. He gives us the details. So, more than... 300 acres of uh, raw material produce farming increase. We increased the farming area by 300 acres. Our vision was to look at unutilized lands in the coastal belt and how that can be used. There are abundant empty lands. As there are industries here, there is pollution. Also because it's a coastal area, there is sea erosion. We thought that this is the only plant which will survive in any climate and any situation. During the research, Inbarasan found out that the environmental benefits of vetiver are huge. He talks more about it. When we were doing research, we got to know about the environmental benefits. We found that this one plant purifies air and water and gives fertility to the land. On various fronts, this plant is beneficial. In many other countries like Haiti, Philippines, Vietnam, Thailand, this plant is more used for environmental reasons. Inbarasan explains more. When we talk about most eco-friendly plant, we talk about bamboo. 
Per year, 400 kg of carbon is sequestered from bamboo. In wetty way, 2.5 kilos of carbon is sequestered. When we do agriculture, we plant 40,000 saplings. Yearly 80,000 ton of carbon is sequestered in one acre. The plant is used for phyto meditation, slope strengthening and river burn strengthening. In other countries, they are using it for environmental reasons. In India, during 2016, the launch of Aroma Mission by the Prime Minister Narendra Modi triggered a boomerang. He declared Kadalur as a hub for vetiver farming. And when people heard this, they were surprised. Also, they thought, if the government is announcing this, we might as well invest in this and expand the cultivable area in Kadalur. For many farmers, climate resilience and profitability were the key reasons for choosing this plant. Sadanandam, a farmer from Vandiyampalayam village, has a story on how he entered into vetiver cultivation. He had actually gone to see a prospective bride in Nochikada village. While he was there, local people told him about vetiver farming and how it was giving them profits. Sadanandam is now managing a 20-acre vetiver farm. He's been doing it for the last seven years now and he talks more about this. Here it is a dry land. I had planted cashew, casuarina and eucalyptus from the beginning as nothing else can be grown here. People from Nochikadu village were doing it even 10-12 years ago. Looking at that, people have started doing this. I felt that there was good income in this from the beginning. In the first year, there wasn't much income. From second year, it was good. And I thought I would continue this full time. Right now, his land is full of vetiver. He has stopped growing other crops after the cyclone. I spoke to a few farmers on what really happened during Cyclone Thane and how it impacted their livelihood. I went to meet Chandrasekhar, a 57-year-old farmer who was into vetiver farming. As I walked through a long tract of arid land laden with beach sand, I saw that the sea was just 50 meters away from the cultivation area. Vetiver harvest was just happening then. A huge vehicle was uprooting the hard grass from the soil. The women picked these harvested crops, loaded them on their head, walked up a few meters and then passed on the stack to another woman. The woman who picked up the harvest stood on top of the stacked up vetiver and she was placing the harvested crop one on top of another building a tall tower of vetiver harvest. I caught up with Chandrasekhar to hear more about this. In 2011, when Cyclone Thane struck, Casarina trees broke and was wiped out and we could not do any sales. There was loss in lakhs. The government also did not give any compensation. When we tried to look at alternative crops in Kadalur and Portanovo, people told me to plant vetiver. They said it was profitable and I started doing it. The cyclones have been increasing after tsunami. 
earlier there were lesser cyclones maybe once in a year or twice it happened it takes 4 to 5 years for casuarina to grow for 3 4 years it grows and then one year there is heavy loss in comparison vetiver is a yearly yield so we shifted to it because it was profitable cashew season is 3 to 4 months in january february if there's rain yield won't be there so vetiver seemed to be more profitable everyone came to do this on their wish vetiver a perennial grass has no particular crop season and there is a difference between this crop and the other crops that are usually grown in this area chandrashekar speaks more about this சுனாமி வந்தால் கூட மற்ற பயிருக்கு இதுக்கு என்னன்னா ஓரளவு இது தாக்கு பிடிக்குது மற்ற பயிர்கள் பிடிக்காது தண்ணி பட்டா கூட அந்த அளவுக்கு மோசம் கிடையாது when tsunami comes the difference between this and other crops is that this can sustain while other crops won't the plant can withstand salt water intrusion and is also drought tolerant we cannot do anything except casuarina and cashew because there is no water and we cannot grow crops like peanut hence vetiver is the best எல்லாத்திலையும் ஒத்துழைக்கும் water will come up and the existing roots will decompose and new ones will come the normal rains are like 2 to 3 days if it is for 1 hour or 2 hours then it is good when there is summer rain it will be good and it will last for a week but if it is heavy then it's a loss Inbarasan says that the cyclone does not impact the plants. He gives us the details. Cyclone does not and has not affected vetiver. It can survive as this is a perennial grass variety and it can handle any climate change. The plant can naturally adapt and sustain. and we are benefited by that however there is a specific cycle for vetiver cultivation as inbarasan explains october 22 is the annual starting rainfall so october 22 la nda kadalur pagudigalla from october 22nd annual rainfall starts in kadalur so we start planting in august or september we irrigate for 40 days until the plants mature after that there is no issue even if the plant stays up in water we also need not water the plant in october november december and january the impact of water will be there for 4 months we need not give water in february for a month we leave it in march or april we harvest we use the cycle widely for vetiver cultivation march or april la vandu arudaya aarambichirum 
ஸோ இந்த சைக்கிளிக் பீரியடு தான் வந்து நம்ம இந்த வெட்டி வெறுப்பார்மிங்க்கு வந்து பரவலாக யூஸ் பண்ணிட்டு இருக்கோம் இன் கடலூர் போஸ்ட் டூ தௌசண்ட் சிக்ஸ்டீன் எசென்ஷியல் ஆயில் கம்பெனிஸ் ஹேவ் பீன் ப்ரொக்யூரிங் ரூட்ஸ் ஃப்ரம் த ஃபார்மர்ஸ் ஹியர் என்பரசன் கிவ்ஸ் அஸ் த டீடெயில்ஸ் சதானந்தம் the yield he gets depends on the money he invests he talks more about it adu epdina adha solrenga adu vandu selavu porra podha irukku munnadi la paathina indha or 5 acre la vandu na the yield depends on the money you invest earlier i had taken 8 to 9 tons in 5 acres last year in 5 acres i took 15 tons today in the same 5 acres i could harvest only 3 tons 15 tons enga irukku மூணு டன்னு நான் இந்த வருஷம் மொத்தமாகவே மூணு டன் தான் எடுக்க முடியுன்றேன் இதில் வெட்டி வேரில் பொறுத்த அளவுக்கு பணம் இருந்தால் மட்டுமே தான் ஃபார் வெட்டி வேர் ஓன்லி இஃப் யூ ஹவ் மணி யூ கேன் பிரிங் தி ஈல் ஃபார் ஒன் வீக் இஃப் தெர் இஸ் நோ மணி ஈல் வு பி கான் வீட் ஹேஸ் டு பி ரிமூவ் ஆன் டைம் அண்ட் ஓன்லி தென் த பிளான்ட் வில் க்ரோ இஃப் த வீட் இஸ் ரிமூவ் லேட்டர் or watering is delayed or the manure is given late the plant will take more time to grow if things are done on time it will work out the farmers in this region face another issue electric lines cannot pass through this area as it is a coastal belt because during cyclones it would be life threatening so unlike other farmers these farmers do not even have access to free electricity Also, they cannot dig bore wells due to proximity to the sea and groundwater salinity. Inmarasan explains more about this. In the coastal belt, you can't get free service. Since this is a coastal belt, there is no free service. There is no possibility for electric line. Wind issues will be there and if the electric lines fall, it will impact everyone. There are some norms. So we use diesel engines for irrigation. Surprisingly, sometimes, cyclones and the rainfall they bring along is also a boon in disguise. In case of cyclones come, we are benefited more because we spend 40,000 for diesel for just watering. If cyclones arrive, we save 30,000 rupees. The diesel-powered motors also adds to the expenses of this crop. In Barasan explains more. Fuel costs are high for vetiver cultivation. For an acre for a year, 15 lakh rupees are the expenses. In that sense, the most expensive crop is vetiver. The reason is that there is no great technology for this. If you look at harvesting itself, we are spending over 80,000 for labor. That's why expenses are high. Raja Lakshmi, who managed a vetiver farm, broke into tears as she spoke about the hardships she had to go through right from planting to harvesting this crop it's not easy and i had no one to support me she said many women are employed in both planting and separating roots from the plants in that sense vetiver plantation has expanded employment opportunities for rural women in rajalakshmi's farm i spoke to some other women 
They were sitting under a huge dry palm leaf in the shape of a fan. The leaf was just right to cover their heads from the harsh sun. With a cloth wrapped around their head and a sickle in their hand, they were busy separating the roots from the plants. Each day, they would get rupees 200 for their labor work. Earlier, women did not really step out of their houses. Now, they could support their families with this income. Everything was fine until 2019. The prices that were offered to the farmers were good enough to spend on labor, harvesting and diesel. In the early 2020, the tides changed. The procurement price of vetiver fell drastically, raising many questions for farmers on their sustenance. Inbarasan talks more about these fluctuations. Normally, in aromatic crop, market was at peak in 2015 to 2018. In 2019 September, the prices fell. Gradually, 50% reduced in 2020. In agriculture, we always see fluctuations once in three years. Farmers told me that the procurement companies could approach other people if the farmers did not agree to their price. Sadanandam also told me that sometimes farmers themselves talk to these companies individually and push their produce. This could make things difficult for the other farmers in the village as their produce will remain uncollected. When I spoke to Chandrasekharan, he raised an important point. Price reduction by companies is one issue. The other issue is also reducing the procurement quantity. He talks more about this. People don't have their own land. They work on others' land. They have to spend on labor, diesel and food. The oil producing companies give money, but they are reducing the tonnage. From 500, it is reduced to 300 tons. This extra tonnage, people sell it in the local market. And in the local market, there is a lot of delay in payment. It sometimes takes even 4 or 5 months. Farmers would have taken a loan, so their livelihood becomes a question. Along with the fall in the tonnage procurement and price per ton, diesel prices have also increased, adding pressure to the farmer's profit and income. Chandrasekharan explains more. Until last year it was fine, but from last year the prices have dropped and because of that the labor cost has increased. Diesel prices have gone up, but for a ton of vetiver we were getting 1,40,000. Today we are getting only 1 lakh. In an acre, even if I get 2 tons, it is 80,000 less now for one person per acre. The profit is also minus 80,000 now. It is a very neck-to-neck situation. For people who have higher productivity, it is profitable, but not for others. Though these price fluctuations are a part of cyclical changes in agriculture, there are some steps that can help farmers cushion these shocks. Sadanandam says more about this. The solution for this is that the government or us, we should set up a fixed price of 130 rupees. Then we'll get profit. 
For an acre, we would get 50,000 rupees if we sell at 130 rupees. The government could also benefit by supporting the farmers. If the government takes an export from us, it will be profitable even to them. Since farmers have to spend a lot on diesel, if the solar pumps are subsidized, the expenditure on fuel costs will reduce. Also, installation of sprinklers will reduce the pressure on laborers. Sadanandam explains more. Solar if we are given solar pumps, diesel consumption will reduce. If we install sprinklers, it will reduce the labor cost too. Then we can take higher yield. We are spending high amount on diesel. One day for one and a half acre, we spend 500 rupees. You can calculate that for 20 acres. For diesel, we spend 500 rupees. Plus for one laborer, we spend another 500. And that is 1000 a day for one and a half acre of land. And we have to do this continuously except the rainy season. Gautam, who has invested in solar pumps himself, says how it is beneficial. Diesel is more expensive. In the first one year, the expenses are high for solar pump. We can recover the money in the first year itself. It is beneficial to us. However, for farmers like Sadanandam, who don't own their lands and are managing the vetiver land, getting loans in the bank is very difficult. The loans are given to those who own the land and a 5 HP solar pump would cost about 5 lakhs, Chandrasekharan told me. The locals also talk about the marketing support from the government, which can give further impetus to the farmers. Inbarasan says more. It will be great if the government can support in marketing initiative to immediately promote and develop free saplings, free units and efforts were put in and it ended there. There is a gap between marketing and procurement. Because of this gap, we farmers are suffering. If there is a right bridge for this and if studying and analyzing market trend is done, if there is a control system, it would be supportive for us. The current problems of middlemen controlling the price would be put to an end if the government steps in. It would be profitable for farmers to pursue this in the long run. Beyond farming and business of vetiver, with rising environmental concerns in India, vetiver could also offer solutions for such issues. Inbarasan explains. If you see Kadalur, the coastal belt is an industrial area now. The air is polluted. If vetiver is planted in 800 acres, we feel some 10% air pollution is less. It sequesters carbon and reduces toxicity in the atmosphere. It makes the land fertile and purifies the air. Not just that, it absorbs toxins in the soil and converts into biomass. It removes heavy metals from soil. It can be used in tannery effluent treatment for purification. High systems are used for purification in such places. If we plant vetiver using red soil, total dissolved solids or TDS percentage reduces. 
சம் அதர் இதை டெஸ்ட் எடுத்து பார்க்கும்போது அதுடைய परसेंटेज ஆஃப் ரிடக்ஷன் வந்து கொஞ்சம் கம்மியாதான் இருக்கு தேர் இஸ் சயின்டிஃபிக் எவிடன்ஸ் டு திஸ் ஃபேக்ட் as well தட்ஸ் நாட் ஆல் இன் இந்தியா வெ முனிசிபல் சாலிட் வேஸ்ட் இஸ் a huge problem வெட்டிவேர் could be used in barasan explains எம்எஸ்டபிள்யூ வேஸ்ட்டில் ஒரு மிகப்பெரிய பிரச்சனையை என்னென்னு கேட்டாக்கா லேண்ட் ஃபில்லிங்ன்றது தான் ஸோ எவ்வளோ ஏக்கரா வந்து நம்ம வந்து லேண்ட் ஃபில்லிங்காக யூஸ் பண்ணுவோம் வேஸ்ட் அக்யூமுலேஷன் இன் த லேண்ட்ஸ் இஸ் அன் இஷ்யூ வி யூஸ் மெனி ஏக்கர்ஸ் ஃபார் லேண்ட் ஃபில்லிங் ஒன் பர்சன் ஜென்ரேட்ஸ் த்ரீ ஹண்ட்ரட் கிராம்ஸ் ஆஃப் வேஸ்ட் பர் டே அண்ட் இஃப் யூ கேல்குலேட் தட் வித் த பாப்புலேஷன் இட் வில் பி லார்ஜ் ஜஸ்ட் இன் கடலோர் லேண்ட் ஃபில்லிங் ஹேப்பன்ஸ் ஓவர் ட்வெண்ட்டி ஏக்கர்ஸ் ஆஃப் லேண்ட் வென் வி ஃபில் பிளாஸ்டிக் வேஸ்ட் அண்ட் இட் ரெயின்ஸ் bleach will be generated it will spoil the ground water when we did trials we observed that vetiver grows in leach land it sustained and converted into biomass from an environmental aspect this is very helpful researchers should work together in india on this plant also if they given advisory on how to use this plant it will be useful for the people and the system ஒருத்தாங்கிஸ் Any information or new schemes from the government announcements are all communicated to the fishermen through this community radio. The team also ran a special series on climate change and they spoke to various old fishermen on their perceptions about this issue. We will hear all about those stories in our next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Climate Emergency. If you like this episode and would like to support the work that we are doing please contribute generously at sunoindia.in/support you can subscribe to this podcast on apple itunes google podcast castbox or wherever you're listening to this podcast or you can go to our website sunoindia.in